Have you lost the will to start again? After so many failed attempts at diets or exercise routines and lots of good intentions to get back on track that never quite come to fruition, are you just exhausted at the idea of starting again? Yep, we've all been there more than once probably. We're going to dig into how to deal with that and what you can do about it. Let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor. And I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health, find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. Starting over sucks. (laughs) That's what we're talking about today. But before we get down to business, I want to direct your attention to a couple things. I put together a free workbook for you called Five Simple Shifts to Jumpstart Your Health. You can find that at terrafalman.com forward slash resources. It's a little workbook that includes five things that you probably haven't thought about, but they could be the missing links for helping you move forward in your goals. So I encourage you to grab that free resource uh, and use it to your advantage. I also want to make sure that you are a part of our online community at community.nonsensewellness.com. It's free to join, and it's where we take this podcast and sort of dissect it and work through it a little more thoroughly. We can get your questions answered. We can encourage you um, to work on it for yourself. But it's just the place where we get to gather as a community of like-minded friends um, to kind of work through our wellness and weight loss and health goals all together. So the links for those two things are in the show notes. So wherever you're listening from, just scroll on down and you'll find the links for both of those there. And I will see you in the community. I can't wait. Okay, starting over is the worst, right? And how many times have we done it? Like how many times, like January 1st, right? January 1st is the start over year for everyone. Um, But why? Why do we start over? Why don't we just keep going? It's because it's hard. Keeping going is hard, but starting over is harder. Okay, so over the holiday time, If you'll remember, uh, there was a lot of COVID shutdown things happening and I took a break from my gym membership for a month. And I told myself that if I take this month off, I will work out at home. Yeah, totally, I will. Even though I know that the truth about myself is that I am a social exerciser. I am a terrible at-home worker-outer. I don't do it. I feel I don't want to do it. I don't like going down to my basement by myself and doing stuff. I love the energy of other people around me when I'm working out. It feeds me in my workout and I need it. 
I know this about myself, yet here I am saying, oh, I'll just work out at home. Yeah, it'll be great. It wasn't. I didn't do anything. I did not do a damn thing. And I knew I wouldn't. And I still was trying to convince myself that I would. Okay, here's the point. Going back to the gym a month later sucked. Like, In one month, I lost so much strength gains that it's taking me way longer to get them back. I lost a ton of progress because I decided that, sure, I can stop and start over. That was a terrible idea. So what would have been a lot better is if I had maybe just done half my gym membership or at least gone a couple times and not completely quit it. That would have been smarter of me. But I didn't do that. So here we are in this position where we keep stopping and starting, stopping and starting. And a lot of it is because we have this pause button mentality. The majority of us, myself included, seem to have this idea that we could stop and we'll just pick it right back up, right? We think, I'm too busy right now, or now is not a good time to focus on my health. I just need to hit the pause button. I know I've been doing pretty good for 30 days, but I'm going on this vacation and I'm not going to be healthy on it. So (laughs) I'm just going to not do anything for two weeks of vacation and I'll come back. I'll pick it up. I swear. I'll pick it right back up. No, you won't. That's not how your body works. That's not how your mind works. You'll just pick it back up. You start over and that is way harder. We'll say like, oh, I'm like really busy at work. I don't have time to work out this month, so I'm just going to take this month off because I'm so busy. And when this project's over, I'll pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even a shorter window. Like, oh, I'm just going to eat whatever I want this weekend because the diet starts Monday. Diet starts Monday. And it's your 50th diet that you've done in the last three years. It's the 50th Monday in three years that you've started again, right? This is the pause button mentality. Even worse, we use the never even start mentality. So at least the pause button mentality I started and then I gave up and then now I have to start again. But at least I started once. That's better than not even starting at all. And you know the excuses you've used to not even start at all. Oh, like... I'll start next month. This month is crazy. It's too much. I don't have the bandwidth to figure out how to eat more vegetables this month. I can't do it. Well, I don't want to start going to the gym this week because in two weeks I'm going on vacation. So I don't really want to start going for two weeks and then quit for two weeks because I'm on vacation and then come back and start again. So I'll just wait and not do anything now and just wait until I get back, right? You know you've said this out loud. You know you've done it. I know I've done it. So here we are, we either don't start or we stopped and started like a million times, but the truth remains the same. Starting over sucks. It's never going to get better. And you know what makes it even worse? What are you thinking when you're thinking about starting over? You're thinking, this is going to suck. This is going to be hard. I don't know if I'm going to stick to this. I've never stuck to it before. I'm probably going to fail. This is going to be so lame. I'm going to hate this. Those are the thoughts you're having when you're thinking about starting. It's no wonder that we can come up with a million excuses to stop or not start at all. Our thoughts are totally sabotaging us. But imagine, if you will, if you used this pause button mentality in other areas of your life. You have a big project at work that is requiring a lot of focus. I dare you to say to your spouse, babe, 
Um, this project is like a lot for me right now. So I'm just going to go to a hotel. I'm going to stay there for three weeks while I finish it. You can handle the kids and, and then I'll come back and I'll pick up, you know, like mom stuff again. But I just, I can't do it right now. Like I don't have it. I can't. <laughs> right? Your spouse would be like, F you. <laughs> like what are you even talking about? That's not going to work. You don't get to hit the pause button from being a parent. You don't get to hit the pause button from being a spouse. Right? You don't get to hit the pause button at work. That is not how this works. So why are we so easy, so quick to hit the pause button on anything that has to do with weight loss, health, or wellness, right? Or fitness. It shouldn't be any different, but it is. Why is it? It's crazy. You don't get to hit the pause button in almost any area of your life except these these spots, health, wellness, fitness, weight loss. You hit it all the time in those areas. Why? I think what we're missing is that the pause button mentality really stems from our thoughts again, right? We have the thought that I don't want to start and fail again. I've done this before. It didn't work last time. I didn't stick to it last time. What is the point? I'm just going to quit anyway, right? When you say, well, I don't want to start now because I'm just going to go on vacation. What's your thought? Your thought is, what's the point? Because my thought is my thinking, I'm not going to exercise on vacation. If I want a different result, I have to have a different thought. The thought of failure is going to create feelings of anxiety, sadness, frustration, or even apathy, right? Just like, what's the point? And then those are going to result in inaction. So, We would rather never start or just stop completely than choose to continue and face failure and face those negative emotions, right? We avoid negative emotions. So if I think that starting this process at some point down the road is going to cause negative emotions, I will avoid starting this process altogether. You following me with this? Let me say it another way. If I'm telling myself this is gonna suck, I don't want to eat all these vegetables or I don't, I don't think I'm gonna stick to this five days a week at the gym schedule for the rest of my life. If I know at some point down the road, I think failure is inevitable, right? Then I want to avoid the negative emotions that come with failure. So then I will avoid starting the action altogether. So this is why New Year's resolutions or why every single Monday we say we're going to start and then we don't. We just share this like delusion that like this magical Monday delusion that like I'm going to start fresh, start fresh on Monday. I got this. It's delusion. (laughs) It's not real because what are you doing? You're you're relying on that motivation emotion. And if you listen to our last episode, you know that motivation is not a strategy. It is an emotion. You have to deal with your thoughts. Pause button mentality only builds the skill of pausing. It does not build the skill of persevering. Let me repeat. Write this one down. The pause button mentality only builds the skill of pausing. It does not build the skill of persevering. And that, my friends, is the skill that this requires. So here's how this looks. On Monday, I'm going to start my new diet. 
I commit with intensity and focus. I'm feeling motivated. I'm thinking positive thoughts. I have a positive mental attitude. I'm really going to stick to it this time. This is the one, right? (laughs) I put a lot of mental effort into it. I'm meal planning. I'm motivating. I'm thinking positive thoughts. I'm going to do all these things. And as time goes on, Life is still happening (laughs) all around me. All the hard stuff, all the difficult circumstances of life is still happening. I still have a lot of responsibilities. I still got to deal with kids. I still got to make dinner. I still got to go shopping. I got to do all these things. And it's getting tougher and tougher to keep putting so much mental effort into this plan that I have created. If it's a diet, it's normally a restrictive plan, which makes it even harder. So even though I started with positive thoughts and all this mental energy, life is happening all around me and it's getting harder and harder. It's getting more mentally draining and mentally draining to focus on this huge thing I'm trying to do, this huge plan I'm trying to have, this diet plan, this fitness plan, whatever. It's getting, it's draining me. (laughs) It's draining me to keep putting so much mental energy into that. I just don't have it. So at some point, usually 30, generally it's around the 90 day mark. We have a tendency to be able to make stuff like thir- like three months, but past that, it's really tough. So usually around that 90-day mark, we start to feel like it's too hard. I have too much other stuff going on, and I hit the pause button. But I'll start again next month, I swear. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. It just becomes too much. Too, uh, to use an expression that your mom probably used, you bit off more than you could chew, right? <laughs> So when you start a diet, it's teaching you how to be intense and committed for a short amount of time, but not how to stay committed during your complicated, messy, normal life. This, my friends, is yo-yo dieting. On, off, on, off, on, off. This is why you don't have the results you want. Ask yourself, how much progress did you lose because you stopped? How often do you actually start up again and for how long? This never works for long-term health or fitness or business or relationships or jobs or really anything in your life. This stop-start mentality never works for long-term goals. Why again? Because you're not teaching yourself the skill of persevering. You're teaching your skill, yourself the skill of overwhelm, pull back. Overwhelm, pull back. That's not a great place to live your life, right? And it's definitely not going to get you where you want to go. So the solution to all of this is actually pretty simple. What it takes is just a shift in perspective, which really is what? Just a shift in your thoughts. You have to start thinking New thoughts. Sticking to that crazy diet or exercise regimen requires very rigid, all or nothing thinking. I'm either all in, I'm either on my plan or on diet, or I'm off of it, right? There's no middle ground here. So many of us get stuck in this rigid thinking spot. I'm either on my diet or I'm off it. I'm on my exercise plan or I'm off it. I'm going to invite you to try something else on for size. Instead of the all or nothing, pause, break, quit mentality, just 
think of it as adjusting the dial like in your head literally picture your hand on a dial adjusting it up or down think of your nutrition and your fitness as a dial instead of an on off switch right instead of on off start stop quit pause go we're going to turn it on a dial we're going to turn it up to a 10 we're going to turn it back to a 4 depending on what other things are happening in our life instead of turning things off in more difficult times we're just going to dial it back you can't run at a 10 all the time you have to sometimes dial things back to a three or a four and you are going to have to start changing your thoughts about what it means to dial back to a three or a four so many of us if we're not cranked up to 10 then we are thinking thoughts about how we're not good enough we're lazy we are lame and we're never going to get success and i'm never going to lose that 20 pounds because i'm not cranking white knuckling at a 10 all the time You have to start observing those thoughts about yourself. And I'm telling you this from personal experience because I am that person. (laughs) I am the one who uh, feels like I'm not performing unless I am white knuckled at a 10, you know, going balls to the wall, like all in. I have to remind myself that I can't run at that level all the time. I have to dial things back sometimes and it is okay. I'm taking care of me when I do that, okay? We have to change our thoughts about the idea and what it means uh, to who we are and my thoughts about who I am and give myself permission and grace to dial it back, okay? This, these feelings of failure that cr- are created by the on-off switch, I now need to give myself feelings of grace for just dialing it back. Does that make sense? Because I know if I just dial it back, I'm still moving forward. I'm moving forward slower, but I'm still moving forward. And that's what counts. Give yourself some credit. So to do this, you need to develop your own scale of 1 through 10 on your dial. Um, And you want to make your own dial for nutrition, fitness, relationships, parenting, business, like whatever, because you're going to constantly, you're going to be like a mad scientist and you're going to constantly be aware of adjusting dials. So let's have an example. I know that this month I am dialing up my business dial to a nine, like I'm going for, I'm all in, whatever that looks like for you, whatever your nine is. I know to dial that up to a nine, I'm going to have to dial back my rigidity about diet or my rigidity about workouts. I'm going to have to dial those back a little bit because there's only so many hours in the day. There's only so much mental capacity that I have. Those are the realities. So I need to give myself some grace and I need to have thoughts about dialing up and dialing back. They're telling me, Tara, it's okay. It's okay. You're cranking this one up to a nine so it's okay for you to crank this one down to a four it's all going to be good you're still moving forward and so you have to decide in every area of your life what that 10 what that one looks like for you if I'm cranking my exercise routine back to a four what is a four what does that look like for you only you can decide what that looks like so the easiest way to do that is literally just to put one through 10. What is 10 for your career? What does that look like? What are you doing? What's your daily, which energy, how much time are you putting into it? And what's a one? 
what's a one? It's just like bare necessity, bare basic, bare bones that not getting fired, right? And you have to decide where you are on those scales and then you have to level up or down according to what your goals are in each area. This is not something that anyone else can do for you. This is something that you have to do for yourself. This is not about perfection. This is not about sticking to some strict plan or some strict routine all the time. This is about progress. It's about continuing to move forward. Big steps or baby steps. It's not about stopping and waiting for some magical time when all the stars align and suddenly you have all the time in the world to, you know, do all, meet all your goals in every area. That's never going to happen. When we release the all or nothing thoughts, when we release the on off thoughts, I'm either on diet or I'm off it. Is there some middle ground there? Yeah, there's like two through nine. <laughs> That's all middle ground, right? There's a whole range of middle ground that you could be on instead of on or off. Is that making sense for you? So I want to invite you to release the all or nothing thoughts that you might be having and free yourself up and open yourself up to an always something attitude. So we're getting rid of all or nothing and we're adopting all always something. All or nothing rarely gets you all and almost always gets you nothing. <laughs> Let me repeat that so you can write that down. All or nothing rarely gets you all and almost always gets you nothing. You simply cannot be on your A-game all the time. So stop beating yourself up for it and start instead saying always something. Yep, I didn't go do my one hour workout. That would be dial at a 10 today. Instead, today I'm dialing it back and I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. That's a two for my style, right? It's okay. Always something is better than all or nothing. I hope, my friends, that that was really helpful. I really want to continue this conversation with you and continue supporting you and help you find your tribe. I hope you'll join us over at the community. It's free. It's fun. It's how I get to know you and how I know how to serve you even better. Um, So until next time, be well. Hey friend, thanks for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you head over to iTunes, find the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, subscribe to the channel, and leave a review? That would be so awesome. And I'd love to connect with you more and have you be part of the No Nonsense Tribe. So come on over and join the conversation at community.nonsensewellness.com. I'll see you there.